the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Didn't really have an answer for Boone or Cissé. Um, first play of the game, we trapped and we missed an assignment. Uh, on the very first play of the game, he spun around the trap and got it to the, the man on the block. Um, and then we went one-on-one and he scored. Uh, Cissé came in and was knocking down mid-range shots, was rolling behind our post. Just no answer for Cissé and Boone. Um, I thought those two, um, their length and athleticism getting behind on the rolls, um, they start hitting the pocket shots, Boone's one-on-one, you know, 16 for 20 between the two. Uh, 36 points between their five men. Their, their athleticism and length between those spots. Um, I thought I thought those, you know, just uh, right from the beginning. You know, just Boone passed out of a trap, Boone one-on-one, Boone one-on-one, Cissé comes in, hits pocket shots, pocket shots, roll dunks. Um, and then I, I thought their, their guards, the speed of their guards, they played uh, downhill, but those two, Cissé and Boone, I got to give them a look. They, they, they really, really affected us on, on trying to make some decisions what to do. The way they rolled, scored in the post, hit the pocket shots. Well, there you go. Porter Moser on the game last night. Bedlam at the LNC. Packed house. Every seat taken. Uh, biggest crowd we've had there in a long time. Uh, which, you know, I found it strange that some people are going to complain about absolutely everything. Well, that's nothing new. And I complaining that the parking situation was maybe not perfect whenever they're given free tickets. Like, what? else do you want right okay so maybe you had to walk a little bit to get into the free game it just drives me crazy that sounds like a sounds like a media member that didn't get the media (sighs) parking spot or anything that had to walk a little bit further to a free game look man okay was it perfect last night no but i'll still take that in a packed house over what we normally see any day of the week I mean, and that's my biggest issue is like, you know, you want bigger crowds. Okay, well, you get bigger crowds and then you complain about what the larger crowds brings. Like, which way do you want it? Yeah, I got a a, a bit of a, a breaking news thing here. If you have a sold out LNC with, I don't know, how many does that place hold? A bunch. Uh, parking's going to be bad. That's that's not a bad thing. Come on, it's not a bad thing. But yeah, I Porter Moser there, kind of talking about how the game broke down, and yeah, we we hit that earlier, and, and both agree, and you know it's frustrating because it's it's a massive missed opportunity for that team to gather a bunch of you know support down the stretch. It's frustrating, and I know there's no one more frustrated than those guys. It's just ah. I hope I I hope I'm wrong about this, but in the moment, I feel like when we look back on the season, it's going to be this game that we're going to look back on and say, "Man, that was their real opportunity to, you know, really put themselves in great position to be a tournament team." But that Bedlam loss at home is what really, really, really hurt them. And there's some other, you know, games that you can look back on and say that those hurt too. But last night was um, last night hurt quite a bit, and It it just reinforces that. They need a legit big man 
They need a big man that is athletic, a big man that can protect the rim, a big man that can score in the paint, and they don't they don't have that right now. And OSU does. They defend well. It's a really tough matchup for OU. you, you got to have a legit big man. I think OU is, what, 1-5 their past six games against OSU? Is that, that ain't right? good. Yeah, because they, oh, they swept you this year. You split with them last year. And remember when you played those two games in Stillwater and Norman close together? They yeah. won both of those games with Cade Cunningham. Huh. Dang. Well, that's not good. That's not good. No, it's not good. Man, I. it's tough. Um, how, do you, how do you get over the hump when it comes to recruiting and getting those type of guys in if you're Porter Moser? You got to hope that you kind of get lucky in the transfer portal. Jeff Goodman was on with me on Saturday for the pregame show, and that's what he kind of alluded to. It's like, man, you know, like, the transfer portal in college basketball is such a thing, but there's definitely some luck involved. Like Iowa State, they they got lucky a little bit with some of the players that they got. And, you know, you're seeing them, yeah. you know, benefit from it this year. He's like, Kansas State really got lucky in Jerome Tang's first year. So they, they have two players coming in. Uh, one is a 6'5 guard. Um, Caden Cooper, four-star player, top 50 player nationally, really good. And then you've got another um, 6'7", 185 kid who's also a four-star. He's a top 100 player nationally. But you're going to have to go find a big man uh, big man in the portal. The problem is, like defensive yeah, linemen, with that. They're, I mean, they're, just, they're, they're hard to find. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's tough. And i got to imagine there's a lot of schools out there that hmm, I'm trying to think. Like for instance, Kansas. Kansas and NIL. I feel like it's gonna be way easier for Kansas to convince their supporters of their athletic department to put together big NIL deals for basketball than it is for football. Of course. Right? Bill Self doesn't even have to lie about it this time either. And I think that's going to be – that's probably the majority of schools out there. Because how much, how much ground can you make up on Georgia or Alabama if you put together a big NIL deal and you're able to, to land a couple of players? You need 50 players. To compete with Alabama and Georgia. Sure. And you're not going to – it doesn't matter what your NIL situation looks like. You're not going to be able to do that. But basketball? Maybe a little bit different. Oh, we've seen teams win national championships before, and they were good elsewhere, but they have one-star player that gets hot, and they go on and win a title. So – like UConn did that a couple times. I feel like, like you can probably get more bang for your buck in NIL basketball stuff than you can in football for most people. Right, and like, I'm just I'm curious to see how that has all unfolded. And like we've been, when we talk NIL, we talk football exclusively. But how many schools out there, their NIL stuff is is basketball focused more than it is football focused? Just curious. I don't I don't know. Well, it may not be the case. I, I could probably tell you Duke, Carolina, um, Kansas, obviously, Kentucky. I'm sure. Um, I mean, you know, your bigger basketball powers. 
And there's some schools that have enough NIL to go around to multiple sports, I'm sure. Yeah, and I don't know like what the going rate is in the transfer portal for top players NIL-wise. Right, football, it's getting up there quite a bit. Yeah, and it is. I, I just I don't know what type of support, if any, that Porter Moser has had. I just I haven't heard much. Like we've we've had our crimson and cream stuff. We've had a couple of different. I don't collectives. think it doesn't sound like the basketball program is doing huge things with NIL. If that's what you're asking, right? Which will surprise no one. Well, it it kind of surprises me because kind of like I said, I feel like you can get way more bang for your buck, and I I don't know. Maybe it's harder in basketball. I guess I just I'm curious if if like what teams out there have put together big NIL collectives basketball wise and been able to land some really good uh, portal recruiting classes or even kids from hike school. We need to do a better job as a fan base of homegrown talent, says a texter. All single people in the base needs to find the largest human that's willing to have kids with them and start producing talent. Feed the baby steak every day and see what happens. Now here, here is finally a solution. We talk about the problem all the time, right? And we never come up with a solution. Here is a solution. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. You, forward thinking. You know, it's going to take 20 years for this thing to... Uh, that's all right. To start, we're start. waving the magic wand on this one now, aren't we? <laughs> Chapstick for five million nil. You have a national championship team. Tremendous value. Uh, think about it, though, basketball-wise. What do you think return on investment would be for a school? Let's we can take Oklahoma if we want. If you were able to put together a five million dollar pot for basketball, and hit the recruiting and transfer portal. Oh, I'm sure you would have a really good team the next year. Like, um, apparently, like Oscar Tshibwe would have been a high, pe- a high pick in last year's NBA draft, and Kentucky got him to come back. I wonder how much they're paying him. But you, you, in- dude- you insert Oscar Tshibwe in the lineup now, then things look a lot different, I'm sure, around here. Is he, like, physically the best-looking basketball player in college basketball in ever ever yes, yes. <laughs> it's like when you look at that guy it's like oh my god that that is what the, everyone's dream basketball player looks exactly like yeah that dude's incredible jeff the amazon driver the hardcore football fans should bring back arranged marriages to breed sooners <laughs> now we're getting somewhere oh my uh, 405 honestly guys i've heard the big nil schools in football are the same schools in basketball well I don't know. There may be a lot of truth to that. There's been a uh, interesting quick rise with Alabama's program. Um, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee's has Rick Barnes, and they've been Barnes good for been for a bit. Yeah, but you know, perhaps, Miami and A and M aren't you know really doing a whole lot. Perhaps uh, Rick Barnes was NILing before NIL was a well, thing. Maybe so. Yeah, I thought A and M wasn't. Were they like third in the SEC? Were they in the good standings? last year? Uh, I, 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 Who knows? I, yeah, I, I don't know. I remember them being good the year that OU rolled to the Final Four because OU beat them in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I don't know if they've been good. They've since They've had then. a couple of flash seasons. Does it KU football bring in more revenue than KU basketball? Says the texture in the four oh five. Well, no. 
at least I don't think so. Um, now, their revenue share from football, from the Big 12, like if that's the way you want to look at it, but as far as like locally sourced income, like tickets, stuff of that nature, there's no way, Right. There's no way that football at KU is a bigger income producer so than basketball. So their, their arena holds around 16,000, I want to say, and that is packed out every single game. I've seen it a handful of times. And how many home games do you have in a season? Well, and that's what I was about to say is one might say, well, their football stadium probably holds like 55. Well, they're not getting that much in there on a yearly basis, and you have way more basketball home games than you do football home games. They're not getting – until this last season – they're not getting anyone at football games. Accurate, yes. Nobody. So I would think, yeah, basketball would bring in more cash. And I don't. What's a basketball ticket go for compared to a, a football lot more? Ticket for yeah, them? a lot more than a football ticket for like, sure. I imagine if, it, like, whenever you're hosting Kentucky for the SEC challenge, like, do do face value prices change, or is it always the same? No. Or is that just well, a secondary at, market at, inflation at OU? Yeah, the the face value, the South Dakota ticket isn't the same price as the Oklahoma State ticket. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm asking, which I'm sure is the same thing with KU basketball. I'm sure they sell out every home game at whatever their standard rate is, but when you bring Kentucky into town or like whoever is is on the schedule and it's it's going you know it's going to be a big game and a big ticket, I bet they make bank yeah KU football without big 12 revenue loses money football is expensive compared to basketball yes uh let's see Dylan everyone during basketball season acts like they give a blank about it when in all actuality we would sell our basketball souls for a football natty every last one of us it's true it's true it's um it's it's a you know, you have that football. You, you got football programs. You got basketball or, or football schools and basketball schools and baseball schools, and like one of the other sports may make a run and generate some short-term excitement, but everyone kind of knows where and how the bread is buttered and. All things considered, will always resort back to like whatever that main sport is at your school. Yeah. Sugar Shannon Newcastle, the class of 2040, is taken care of. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be an incredible crop of talent there. And I love this one. Basketball team maybe should try the gold thong. That's okay. a great reference to, if you missed it last hour, we played an audio clip of uh, Derek Jeter uh, saying that he was in the worst slump of his life on the baseball field. In 2004, so he wore a teammate's gold thong during a game because he said it was a slump buster, and the first pitch he hit a home run. So, same. Maybe OU basketball needs to do that. Is there any way – do you think the ref army would wear gold thongs? Yes, Yeah, I don't even need to hear the question. To every sporting event? Absolutely. The The ref army section at the basketball game, I think if if a requirement was you have to show up in a gold thong – There'd be about 500 people up in the uh, up in the second level with gold thongs on, right? And I I think it, it's not just basketball. Like we we may need the gold thong for football too, the rally thong. I'm down. 
Is that it'll maybe, work at OU Texas? The Golden Hat get the Golden Thong. Maybe remember how they did the like the golden outlines on the OU Texas uniform. Yes, I do. Do you think that they could do like a like a golden like out outlay on the pants on of the a pants thong? of a thong? Well, for the, I, yes, for the team? yes, I can. Let, let's come on. We're coming up with good ideas this segment. All right, <laughs> thong game. This is what we're doing. Yeah, fi- finding finding ways to make things better. Uh, by the way, someone just sent us a link, and this is from Mike Renner of Pro Football Focus. Yeah, uh, sources tell me a warrant has been issued in Cincinnati for Joe Mixon, uh, arrest on a count of aggravated menacing. Wow. I don't know. Like, is aggravated menacing like a, um, like a like a extended like uh I, I don't like verbally is that what that means i have no idea what that means Aggravated i was hoping that menacing. you do honestly huh I, I don't know wow uh i guess we'll have to wait and see what that situation is warrant has been issued so it sounds to me like whoever the victim is the menacee uh, Menacee got in touch with authorities. Authorities have uh, issued an arrest warrant to uh, to go chase him down and see exactly what's uh, what's taking place. Wow, not good, not good for Mixon, who's you know since the issue at 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 Oklahoma, what his was that his freshman year? Yeah, because he didn't play in uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah, P Ryan did. P Ryan, they were the same class, right? right. And P Ryan went on to have a great twenty fourteen year, broke the single game rushing record. He sat out, and his first game was 15. So yeah. And for the most part, as far as we knew, and like, and like that's kind of the thing is, it's like you feel like you've been granted that that chance, and you got to do the right thing from that point forward. And it feels like he has done that, but obviously you don't know the day to day life. So I don't know. Um, hate to hear that. We'll see what the uh, what more information comes out on it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Opinions, you've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Sooner fans, for a limited time, order a Book It bundle from Pizza Hut and receive a free book for young readers with your order at participating locations. Visit the deals page at PizzaHut.com to build your bundle of two large single-topping pizzas plus an order of breadsticks. Pizza Hut will donate $1 from every purchase to provide access to books and educational resources. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. Entrepreneurs and Moore Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. Moore Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, Moore Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about Moore Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. You're simply the best. Riverwind is the best place to play this February. With all of your favorite games and the best service. Plus our $75,000 Love to Getaway giveaway. Earn entries for your chance to win cash, prizes, and travel vouchers. And five times entries on Thursdays and Sundays with drawings on the 11th and 25th. 
So if you want to get away, it's time to come to Riverland. You're simply the best. Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and Solution Specialist at OEC. And we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org. For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour, or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our family loves and supports the mission of Meals on Wheels. We invite you to share the love with them during our Super Bowl sale. It's all about soup and other cans that can be distributed by Meals on Wheels. Bring in five cans and get half off one item in store Friday, February 3rd through Sunday, February 5th. It's the perfect time to choose something for your Valentine and show some love to those in need in our community. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Casino and Hotel bringing you the sour of the rush. Great point on the Air Cover Solutions text line. Um, wow, things took a turn for the serious really quick there. We, we yeah. did shift from gold thong talk to, oh, aggravated menacing by uh, Joe Mixon. There may be a warrant out for his arrest. Right. That, w- that, was, that was quite the 180. It's a fair point. Uh, aggravated menacing in Ohio means a person is experiencing an emotional roller coaster. Aggravated menacing is the belief that the accuser is at risk of physical harm and that the offender will cause harm with some type of weapon or object. Huh. Um, Okay. So threatening to do some physical harm or worse to somebody. Um, Hmm. Okay. Not great for the first week of the offseason. Not great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Basic. Okay. We yeah. We're getting a lot about uh, about what this uh, what this could be. Also, <laughs> pants with the gold thong. Okay, I can't read that one. Never mind. Can we get the radio crew to wear golden thongs next football season? We may need the luck. That's from Camo Sooner. I will just say right now, 
I'm not ready to eliminate anything if the circumstances become that dire. Well, uh, doesn't Stats Kelly change his hats during the game when things aren't going well? Yeah. Maybe he's need got to a, work the gold thong in the rotation. Just he, an idea. You're telling me like, he's always got a row of hats hanging in the back um, you know, that he may have to go to throughout the game. You're saying maybe there should be a, a row of different colored thongs. Teddy, switch to- me. Into the third quarter. Switch me thongs. Come on. We'll do it, just do it in the hallway. Toby always says, you know, when things are going bad, he'll say, if you're sitting in your favorite recliner, you may have to move to the couch or stand up to watch the rest of the game. we got to change something up. Is his new line going to be everyone switch thongs? Everyone break those gold thongs out. Here we go. Fourth <laughs> quarter time. First and ten. Oh, man. Hell, I don't even need a payoff to wear a gold thong. Just point me to the point of purchase. <laughs> Gunny saying that he's going to buy a gold thong his next uh, paycheck. This one says, another man's thong? Hell no, nah. even if it is gold, Greg and Lawton. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think uh, Amazon, you know, whoever's running the search engine right now is like, why is there all of a sudden a bunch of searches in the state of Oklahoma for gold thongs? What's going on out there? I see this as a great opportunity for the uh, merch store for, for the oh. ref. We do have a ref, uh, ref Army onesie coming out soon. Oh, really? Yeah. So we obviously need a Ref Army gold thong. Yeah. The Ref Army branded gold thong. Well, I guess you can't write something on the back. So maybe on the front pouch area can say like the Home of Sooner fans or something. <laughs> the front pouch That'd of the Home of Sooner fans? Yeah. I mean, that's really the only place to write something on there, right? <laughs> Big Ref Army guy on there, on the front. I don't know if that's ref, uh, called a pouch or what that is. That part of the thong is called. The pouch. Oh, gosh. Cow- gold thongs and cowboy boots for the first year in the SEC. Yes. Okay. Ooh, our third quarter song can be the thong song. That's oh, for the 918. Wow. Tyler okay. Kofer, are you listening? That thong, the thong, thong, thong. Throwing out great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Loser of next year's K-Ref football pool must wear a gold thong for their show for a week. Man. Could you imagine Steely sitting in there in studio for a week wearing a gold thong? Yeah, and here's the thing. You just kind of have to take their word for it, right? Because no one wants to see the evidence. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. Well, I run the social media account, so I would have to be there for evidence. It'd be a photo shoot. <laughs> Make a calendar out of it or something. Oh, Wow. That one says uh, a listener 31 waistband on the thong. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Yeah. Aggravated uh, menacing and gold thongs. Is that what you (laughs) asked for on the snow day? Since most of you people uh, probably didn't have to go to work today. Oh, my goodness. Another snow day. My, My kid, he's got cabin fever at the house, man. We need to get him out. I told him that. I was like, man, it's kind of cool that you've been off for school, but, you know, if you think about it, it sucks that now you have to have school on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, that's, dude, that's wrong. That's not even funny. He is like, man. Wait, what? That was pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's a little cruel. I was not going to relent on the joke, but mom decided that was enough uh, harassment. <laughs> that was, I, was get, I was about to get charged with aggravated menacing uh, for telling my son he's going to school on Saturday and Sunday. By the way, I'm being told via the uh, text line that uh, that is not the pouch of the thong. That is called the hammock of the thong. So, 
From now on, we will reference that portion as the hammock. Oh, wow. ref army guy on the hammock. That's that's what we'll that's what we'll do. Wow. Well, how do we steer this ship back on the rails? Ten teams that can win the national title after National Signing Day, huh? How about that? Ten teams from twenty four seven sports with national championship potential okay. coming off of National Signing Day. You say me. You tell me, yay or nay. On uh, all of these honorable mentions. Well, well, hang on a second. Is that saying this coming year? This coming year, yes. Okay. Honorable mentions: Oregon Ducks. Uh, okay. Tennessee Vols. Okay. Of course, you're going to say yeah on that one. Tennessee Homer. Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Okay. Those are the honorable mentions. They didn't make it in the top ten. Correct. Oh boy. Okay. Clemson Tigers. Okay. USC Trojans. Uh, Just say no. Come on, play to the crowd here. We already played to the crowd with the golden thong talk. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say okay. Yeah, that's wrong. Florida State? Okay. Penn State? No. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say yes to all of these, but once I read Penn State, it's like, yeah, he hates it. Well, that's guys. the first team that you've given me that doesn't have uh, a difference maker at quarterback, and I know I'm – I could be reaching with Card at quarterback at Notre Dame. No, well, they got Sam Hartman, transfer from Wake, that's uh, played at Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, he's better than – Card's at Purdue. That's right. That's right. I've got those mixed up. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. LSU's on the list. All right. That's a yes. Texas is on the list. Really? Texas is on the list? (sighs) Just say no. Come on. Difference maker at quarterback. That's that's how you're doing this, right? They don't have a difference maker at quarterback. I, I I'm gonna say no. Georgia? Yes. Michigan? Yes. Ohio State? Yes. Bama? Yes. Okay. No Oklahoma. I it's just it depends like what you mean by chance. I really if if we're saying that a realistic legitimate shot to go in and beat Georgia or Alabama in a playoff game and then beat Georgia or Alabama in the championship, which is probably what you're going to have to do. Like, there's really Clemson, Ohio State. I am a Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. I mean, do you put Michigan in that group? And Clemson is like, okay, you better get it done this year or you're about to fall out of the benefit yeah. of the doubt every single year. I don't year. even know why I'm – honestly, I don't know why I'm even saying Clemson because I don't believe it. But maybe with the change at offensive coordinator. So I said earlier, it's like, it feels like it's going to be one of the more wide-open years that we've had in college football. Maybe it will. But Georgia was still – Georgia, like according to Kirby Smart, still kind of a young team this past year. Even yep. after winning the national championship. Yeah. So it might be just Georgia winning a another championship this year and nothing really changes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. But I, I, like a realistic chance, I, I don't know that any of those schools on there. I, I don't envision USC winning a national championship, but they're going to have the best quarterback in college football next sure. year. So you have they to. They did this year, though, and they got a tougher schedule next year. So. There's a lot of truth to that. There is. You know, they could be, they could be a better football team this year and have nothing to show for it. <laughs> well, and if you want to go back to OU, like the schedule of what I think of it, OU could have a very similar team as what they had this past year and probably win more than six games. 
because of how the schedule sets up to me. Yeah. Yes. Like, OU could be the exact same team talent-wise and maybe win seven or eight next year with that schedule. Well, yeah, seven or eight. We could have the exact same team we had last year, and in last year's schedule, we should have won eight or nine. And that's with a bad team, undisciplined team, inexperienced team, injuries, like all of those things mixed in. Like the result still could have been way better without doing anything. So, yeah, if we improve offensively and defensively, which I think will improve defensively quite a bit. Offensively, I'm really hopeful with, you know, with with some of the additions we've made on the offensive line. But the offensive line is going to tell the tale uh, of of how much better we've gotten or not. I mean, for all the things that we say about quarterback, you do have to have a quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But like Georgia is like Stetson Bennett is a really good player. I don't want to take anything away from him. But Georgia is winning because of the line of scrimmage. No doubt. You look at look at Philadelphia. Philly is in the Super Bowl because of the line of scrimmage. Because of their offensive line and their defensive line. In a weak NFC. And you can say the same thing about the Chiefs. Like Mahomes gets a ton of credit and he deserves it, but like their defensive line was excellent. Offensive line's done some really good things. This sport, despite all the smoke and mirrors, is still a line of scrimmage sport. So, most of those teams on that list don't hold a candle to Alabama or Georgia in that department. Text line, I am personally sabotaging at least three USC football (laughs) games. I believe that's a West Coast number. Uh, Radio Fix, Kirby said his team was young this year. Didn't his quarterback qualify for AARP? Yeah, but that just goes to the point that I'm I'm, I'm making is uh, the quarterback has not been the catalyst in their two national championships. He's been good. He's played well when they need him to. But, you know, it's rare that a team wins back-to-back national championships and the quarterback doesn't even win an award. Yeah. You can't teach what DG needs, how to feel the pressure. That's from the 405. Yeah. Well, DG needs an offensive line that is consistent, that is healthy, and that's able to dominate against uh, opponents, especially of the nature that we're going to be playing this season. We should – Oklahoma, if we want to be anything in the future – we should be able to steamroll this schedule on the line of scrimmage. And right now, I can't say that we are necessarily going to do that. I'm hopeful, but that is far from decided. Here, here's the reality of something. This is going to be – wow, it's crazy to think about it this way. This is probably going to be the easiest schedule you ever have again in the history of OU football. Is that a wild take? Ever. I mean, no. seriously, think about that. This is the easiest schedule that you're going to have in the next 50 years. This will probably be the first time that – let me look at this. Other than maybe other than maybe Texas, we're not going to even have a team preseason ranked in the top – well, TCU I think TCU will, will be, be in the top 25. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be there. They may exit it pretty – 
quickly. Like we'll see what happens. But that's that's what we we ran it down on Tuesday. I think I I think they'll have two preseason top twenty five teams on their schedule. And that will Teddy, that will never happen again now with the move to the SEC. Outside of outside of Texas and TCU last year, I guess UCF and there's a bunch of losing records on our schedule from last season. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Oklahoma for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. After an amazing run to the College World Series Finals. It's got a chance. Track. Wall. Goal! Skip Johnson and the boys are back and poised for another run to Omaha. Got him! Swing and catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go anywhere in the world on the KREF app. And you can unhitch the wagon, put the ponies in the barn. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner Baseball. The Ref Sports Radio Network. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse pre-diabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Hey Sooners, I'm OU alum James Spann, founder of Boyd Street Ventures. We're a Norman-based venture capital firm that invests in innovative, under-the-radar Oklahoma startups. We also help them grow faster and target above-average returns. 
and you can use your IRA for your investment, so it couldn't be easier to diversify your portfolio and support your fellow Sooners. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boomer. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. Final hour of the rush. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. 405-651-3439 is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. In case you missed it, Triple Play Sports had uh, Mike Gundy on earlier this week, and he was asked about the accusations of his program uh, having no culture. Now that that's over with, uh, when we get everybody back, we can get right back into football and teaching and coaching and trying to get these young players implemented. The culture side of it's been really good. I've had Gosh, I don't know how many meetings, 15, 20 meetings with some of the veteran players and talked about the culture. And, um, you know, they, we, we, we kind of laughed about the, the so-called uh, public perception of there being a poison in the locker room, which is basically bull****. Uh, you know, the players, you're always going to have two or three guys, maybe four, that feel like they want to get more playing time or for whatever reason. That is going to go on everywhere in the country. Um, I, you know, I'm not on Twitter, but, uh, you know, I have people that kind of keep me up to date with stuff. Uh, I don't have a Twitter. He does have a Twitter. I just love that he <laughs> dropped a BS on there. I'm just live on the air. It's great. Uh, that's great. Fantastic. Do you think he knows uh, – What do you, do you think he knows that you're not supposed to say that, or do you just does not care? What are they going to do, find me? He knows and doesn't care. Um, that's what I want to believe. Which is – you know, I'm, that's that's on the radio uh, station to hit the dump button, right? Um, I which they did not. We were the ones that uh, beat that out. By the way, I wonder is he right? You think that they do they have like a culture issue with all of the transfer portal stuff that happened, or is it like he said, just a bunch of bleep? Um, well, he referenced like, well, you know, guys want to get more playing time. Well, those guys were going to get a lot of playing time. You know, I, I would tend to think that I don't know if it's a culture issue as much as my guess is the head coach rubbed a lot of people the wrong way for how he acted after that bedlam loss and maybe some other circumstances. Maybe that is a culture problem. I don't know, but that's, I feel like you can maybe point back to that. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, I really, I don't have any insight as to to what's going on on the inside of the of the locker room there. You know, if you take his statements at face value that they've had some good culture building going on there, acclimating the new portal guys and early arrivals from the recruiting class in a good good manner and they feel good about what's going on there, then you know, it's really all you can do it, unless you've got some conflicting information which I do not have. Um all I all I know is that um, he has time and time again 
crawled back from the dead when people left that program. It's true. Uh, and said they're done. So I, I, I'm inclined to believe that he's going to get Oklahoma State back. And I feel like Oklahoma State legitimately has a chance to to be one of the teams, if not the team, that can claim the Big 12 whenever OU and Texas well, are gone. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that this is going to be pretty far off from their most talented team. I'm trying to think of who they have this year. Do they only play Houston? Is that Do they only play Houston out of the Texas teams? Or maybe they just play um, in Houston is the only uh, – is the only Texas uh, road game that they have this year. Stand by. Uh, OSU plays at Iowa State, K-State, Kansas at home, at, at West Virginia. At, yeah, that's the only Texas team that they play. So they get to dodge Baylor. They get to go, uh, dodge Tech and TCU. They yeah. they do have a – they got a favorable schedule, man. K-State and OU at home, Cincinnati well, and BYU at home, Kansas at home. Their road games are at Houston, UCF, and West Virginia and Iowa State. All things considered, that's a good draw for them. That's crazy. Four of the last five games, like they play all four of the new uh, Big Twelve members. The last three weeks of the or yeah, four, four of the, of past the last five weeks, five weeks yeah. they're they got Cincinnati at home, then Oklahoma at home, at UCF, at Houston, BYU at home. That's pretty wild. It's like they put together their schedule and said, "Oh crap, we forgot. You guys got to play the new guys." Don't just put them, slapped the them all on the and then back uh, end. the rival just right there in the middle of it. Right. Stanford Steve said OU has the toughest Big Twelve schedule on College Football Live today. Says a texture in the five eight zero. Really? I just huh, don't, I think that's wrong. I just don't. I don't see it. I did not hear that. I'll take your word for it, but I, I don't. I don't see that either. I think UCF might have the toughest Big 12 schedule out of anyone. I don't know. I don't know how he, how he would arrive at that. A lot of people keep pointing to the at BYU and TCU games late as like some slap in the face from the Big 12. And I guess I just don't see it. Maybe – and I, I will – Say that maybe I'm not giving enough credit to how difficult it, it's going to be to play at BYU at that point. Um, and then, you know, you got TCU at home, which TCU at home, that, it's just going to be a different game. I, well, answer me that if it was that big of a deal. If it was really that big of a deal for OU and that much of a hindrance, don't you, don't you think they would have said no to that? Don't you think they would have said, okay, we'll go to BYU in mid-November, that's fine, but we're not playing on a short week. I feel like if OU really had an issue with it, they wouldn't have signed off on playing that home game on Friday. Well, yeah, maybe maybe that was just – maybe they, they felt less about that than some of the other things that they like were more – uh, passionate about getting on the schedule like that that was something that they were willing to give up which you know I think it honestly I think it, it there's a lot of benefits from it you know you get a lot of eyeballs on Black Friday right you know it's a you know there's not a whole lot of games but there's a bunch of people that aren't working and you know it's kind of like it's somewhat like the Sunday game of opening weekend yeah you know, whenever the NFL's not playing. Oh, you're, yeah, that standalone Labor Day sta- Sunday game. Yeah, oh, you played that a few years ago. Yeah, sure. That standalone game, 
you get a bunch of eyeballs, and I kind of feel like Black Friday is similar to that. No one has a tough schedule, says the texter. We're playing in the American Athletic Conference for most of the games. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say who who the best team in the Big Twelve is. Like, to me, it should be. Uh, can, it's can, can we say it should be OU? It this should year? be Oklahoma. Should, not, we're not saying that it necessarily will be, but it it needs to be. It should be OU. It's OU or Texas. Um, as you look at it right now, and I know a lot of people don't agree with that, and that's fine. If it's not OU or Texas, it's Kansas State, and OU doesn't play Kansas State. And if it's not OU or Texas or Kansas State, then I think most people would agree that it's TCU, and you play TCU at home. And if people don't think it's TCU, then it's probably Baylor or Tech. Yeah. And you don't play either one of those schools. So I don't, I don't know how you can arrive at it. it's the most difficult schedule. Yeah. Um, one more. The Big 12 – or any thoughts on the offer from OU in Texas that was rejected by the Big 12 for an early exit to the SEC? I don't know what that offer was. I'll read you something from uh, Dennis Dodd. Okay. Up next. All right. Quick timeout. Final segment is next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned